Soccer Nation, your authoritative source for NCAA Division I collegiate soccer, hosted by Oklahoma Sooners head coach Matt Mott, Rice Owls head coach Brian Lee, and the Duke Blue Devils head coach Robbie Church. They've got the insights, strategies, and insider stories you won't hear anywhere else. From recruiting to national championships, the coaches have it covered. So lace up and let's hit the pitch with Coach Mott, Coach Lee, and Coach Church. College Soccer Nation, what's good? This is Matt Mott. Uh, the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Today is Wednesday, November 15th. We are here to bring College Soccer Nation a pod and talk all things NCAA tournament and everything else. We are joined with our steam panel of, um, of coaches. Brian Lee from the Rice Owls is here with me as he is every week, very consistent. And we got a, a pinch hitter in for Robbie Church. Chris Petroselli's back with us. One of the co-founders of College Soccer Nation is back with us today to talk about this. Robbie, for those of you guys wondering, is uh, all over the place. He's moving, he's shaking, traveling. I can't lock him down to get on this pod. So those of you that are tuned in for Robbie's big games, that's the only reason you listen to us. This would probably be the time to uh, disconnect and not listen because we will not have Robbie's big games. We will have a preview of all the games left of the uh, 32 teams playing, but Robbie's big games are not with us tonight. So apologize for that. Um, okay. First topic. Oh, Brian, you're on mute. If you're trying to say something to me, say something, the mayor's not going to leave any of these 32 out. He, yeah. Every game. So there's, his every, yeah. there's no way. He's uh, anybody. Um, so I apologize. And Brian, is this the first time on zoom for you? Don't know when to mute, not mute, or it depends on what chip you're, eating there <laughs> what hummus you're having like I what is the problem complained that it sounded like i was eating one day i said that's because i was eating yeah the... yeah yeah fair chris how we doing i'm doing good matt just got back from a little town called apalachicola the mm. oyster capital of the world oh really yeah so i went and had some oysters for lunch it's nice so you know i, I let's just talk about this for a minute while we have a quick second oysters I like oysters. I like a nice raw oyster, but I got to have a cracker. I got to have some cocktail sauce. But like when you go to like Baltimore, they have all these different types of oysters. So what yeah. do they got down in Apalachicola, Tua, Tua, whatever the heck you just said? Oh, they got what, them right what, out of the river right there. They get them right out of the river right there. They don't have so, like, you know, Blue Point oysters. Yeah, that's, from, uh, that's, 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 you know, that's where I from am. Washington right? or something, right? And pardon, pardon my ignorance, but what, what the heck is so... They got them out of the river in Apalachicola or whatever you Apalachicola, said. Apalachicola, which is yeah, right off the off the Gulf Coast. So if I'm in Baltimore, would I have a chance at the Apalachicola? No, probably no, not. Ship them that no. far? Yeah, I mean they might. I mean they might ship them that far, but this is uh, you know they're local here. Well, you're an oyster guy. You spend some time I mean, in New Orleans. It, it, like, what's your favorite oyster? Oh, like, I know. Like yeah. a raw, cooked black. Oh no, oyster, oyster shooter is my favorite. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a little cocktail yeah. sauce in the glass, yeah. the oyster Ooh. on top, top it with, you know, some vodka. That's Have you favorite. had the uh, Drago's Char Grilled Oysters in New Orleans? Uh, I can't say that I have. I have. Oh, my I have. God. A little overrated, Brian. I thought they were a little overrated. Oh, no. Uh, everybody oh. loves them. I think the place is cool. The restaurant's cool. You know, both times when the, when Ole Miss was in the Sugar Bowl, we stayed there at that. Is it the Marriott? Right, it's a Hilton, Hilton that has Hilton. the Drago's in it. Yeah, yeah. 
And so we went there and I was like, yeah, it was good. I mean, I like a nice oyster, but again, I got a cocktail sauce and a cracker. Raw. Oh. But the cooked ones, I haven't found a lot of cooked ones I like. Mm. Mm. The chocolate right, ones are delicious. You're saying you're taking them out of the ocean or out of the river. Yeah. And so there's a lot of them right there. Yeah, because the river's connected right to the, you know, right to the bay, right? Yeah. It's real close. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well, some of us are not lucky enough to be on the beach. So, um, all right, let's keep going. All right, I have a topic for you guys I want to discuss. And, uh, you know, we used to call these, you know, Matt would go on a little bit of a tangent. And I, so I'm going to go on a tangent, okay? So here's my issue. So we, we in the NCAA, when I was with that committee, we got to where the final championship weekend was Thursday, Sunday, just like what we play every single, all year long. Everybody, now I think every conference plays Thursday, Sunday, or some, if they play two games in a weekend, they have a game, two days off, and then the other game. Still not enough time to rest, but certainly better than back in the day we all remember Friday, Sunday. So we put in the committee to put it that second weekend, the weekend they're about to all play, for Thursday, Sunday. And I just found out yesterday that it's still Friday, Sunday, or it's only one day between Thursday, Saturday. And I got to tell you, Chris, it just really aggravates me. We talk about student-athlete welfare. We talk about student-athlete health. We talk about all these things, and the NCAA won't adjust the schedule to play Thursday, Sunday. They're still playing Friday, Sunday. Why are you looking at me like I got three heads? So you're talking about in the at the College Cup now? now you know, the College college Cup is Thursday, Sunday. This weekend we have coming up where there's two games. Oh, right? yeah. You're going from round of 32 down the round of eight. They're yeah. playing Friday, Sunday. I didn't and here's realize the thing. that. Yeah, so here's the, here's the thing that really aggravates me. You're talking about the only reason to not have it is one extra day of per diem they have to pay yeah. for only half the 32, so only 16 teams. Yeah. So for yeah. 16 teams, and now mind you, let me just add this. Eight of those teams are at home. So you're mm. not paying housing for those eight teams. So it's housing for eight teams, and it's per diem for 16. Now, you can't tell me the multi-billion dollar NCAA, the beautiful campus they have, all these things, they can't pay for one extra day for the welfare and health of soccer student-athletes? How is that possible, Chris? This is it great. It really is really, really poor. This is great. It shows or Brian, the certainly, hypocrisy. You can, you can join in, Brian, certainly, but yeah. this is ridiculous. It shows the hypocrisy of the, of the NCAA. Uh, because they're always screaming, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough uh-huh. money. We don't have enough money. And Jimbo Fisher gets paid out $73 million to not coach, right? You know, I mean, and the football coach gets paid out $20 million to not coach. And the money is there. I, I've said this all along, Matt. You've heard me say this. It's not that they don't have enough money. It's where they choose to spend it. That's right. And they do well, not choose to spend it on our sport. Well, let me tell you something. You go to Indianapolis and you walk the halls of the NCAA. It's worth taking a tour. It's so nice and so beautiful. Yeah. And the rooms are great. And the high ceilings and TVs everywhere. I mean, it's fantastic. And, and listen, they've employed me for 30 years. I, I'm a huge fan of, of college athletics. But you can't tell me that they can't afford to pay. Because there's no other reason. There's not another reason not- why they're not doing it. It doesn't have any effect on the campuses or any. They're, they're used to doing it all season long. So now you get into the most important weekend for these 32 teams, and they got to play on short rest. 
You know, there is one other reason. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> ding, they ding, don't ding, care. ding, 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 <laughs> ding. I mean, I, I'm, I want them to care, Chris. I want them to care. I know. I want them to care about the, the athletes, the quality of the games, you know, injuries. I mean, it's just so bad. It makes I'm ready. no sense. I am ready for Brian's take on this. All right. We ready. It is ding, ding, ding to the they, they don't care. It is so hard to get soccer legislation through. That makes sense to all of us. It literally takes years to get anything changed. And it's 2023. And in theory, we're supposed to show up two or three weeks before our first game and then play two games that weekend for the yeah. next however many months. Yeah. So and that makes no sense at all in this super short season. And the, the only reason that's the format is because that's the way it started 40 years ago or right. whatever. Yeah. And the, no the initial, did, yep. No one has bothered to change it or make us a spring sport or spread out the fall or let us have summer access. We fail and fail and fail when we try and get these things done. Well, but but again, why did they do it Friday, Sunday years ago? Cost. But you can't Maddie, come at me with cost now. You cannot Matt, come gotta, at me with cost in 2023. In the, in the first uh, NCAA tournament I played in at Notre Dame, we played Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I believe that. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it. It's really. It's. It just. When I saw that, I was because we. You can ask anybody on the committee when we were there. We all pushed for it. We all put it in. I thought it was done. I, I really thought they approved it because because something like this with the tournament, Brian, it doesn't have to go through all the nonsense that you know summer access does or extra days or stretch out the season. It doesn't take that. It takes the whatever, the championships committee, I think, to say, okay, yeah, we'll do it. So Because we were able to change that Thursday to Sunday for the championship weekend. But this weekend, you could argue, is is more important because there's more teams. Yeah. But anyway. Well, um, really, okay. the most important thing you've said in this is anyone who travels through Indianapolis, I don't know what else to do there. The downtown's pretty nice. That steakhouse is pretty good. Oh, yeah. But – the NCAA building should be a tourist attraction. I don't know when you walk in there if you think you're at the Parthenon or Google headquarters. <laughs> it, it is unbelievable. It is. Have you, been, nice. have you been to either of those places, Brian? <laughs> I have not. This is very in my imagination. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no question. But I will say, is it, what is it? Max and Irma's? What is that place downtown? That steakhouse? Yes, yeah, that's Elmo's. St. Uh, Elmo's, Elmo's, but the Max and Elmo's next to it. Uh, now, we were talking about crustaceans. That shrimp cocktail is delightful. <laughs> oh, I killed that shrimp cocktail. In a That's all, probably one of the few things that I'm sad that I'm not going there anymore is that they, we had this the, the night out at that restaurant and, and that shrimp cocktail. Well, the little secret to that is they use the same kitchen. You just eat it right. the lower, lower one and you save 10 bucks a plate. <laughs> It is true. Okay, let's keep it going. So we've had our first round of games. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. We had a major, major, <sighs> major upset. The champ is out. Two people that I'm looking at in my Zoom both picked to win the national championship. They did not make it out of round one. UCLA is out, the returning champ. There will be a new champion crowned. This year, and UC Irvine did it again. Two years ago, they beat them, 
and they just knocked out the We Believe in Marguerite UCLA Bruins uh, are done. Thoughts, Brian? Early reactions? Well, my, my number one thought is you keep acting like you picked them to lose in the second round. We picked them to win. You picked them to lose in the final. And so? I'm, so my team's still around, buddy. My team's still uh, around. I thought exactly, Brian. My thought exactly. There is nobody uh, better. I've said this before. There's nobody better in the world at patting themselves on the back than that. <laughs> Just well, saying. Didn't pick them. Uh, okay. and, you know, so Irvine also beat Southern Cal in the first round last year. Yeah, the year before they beat UCLA. I mean, it's impressive. Really you impressive. You know, uh, what you don't want if you're the big school in your state is you do not want to get get matched up against – the mid-major that's right next door that mm-hmm. has a team full of players that wanted to go to your school, you know, that wanted to go to UCLA uh, and, and you turn them down. So when that um, announcement comes and, and UC Irvine sees UCLA, they're excited. They are so mm-hmm. excited to play UCLA and UCLA looks at it and goes, where's Stanford? Where are they in the bracket? Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't even think about that first game. So that is that is the one, you know, the one sort of kind of school you don't want in the first round if you're UCLA. Well, so you sound like you have some history of that, Chris. Maybe at you know, offense. Indiana offense. And, and Texas. Yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've lost in in that situation. You know, at Texas, we lost to UTEP one year. Um, you know, same same situation, and then you know at SMU beating Texas, right? So mm. yeah, I've seen it on both sides. Well, I mean, you think about it too, like, I mean, again, I watched I watched the second half of the game. It was a butt kicking. Like UCLA is all over. They're living in the penalty area, and you get out. It's still tight. One free kick late. Now everybody's a little tight on the UCLA end, and and you made a couple, a few little mistakes, and balls in the back of the net. And, oh my God, here we go. So yeah, Brian, go ahead. Well, if you're gonna have thirty-two seeds play the next thirty-two, uh, they're gonna be some one-nil upsets. You know, both the upsets in the first round, they weren't 3-1, yeah. you know, good games. One team happened to win 3-1. They were both, like, statistical, incredibly one-sided. Um, you know, the other ups- upset, Xavier, they might have had the highest XG in the first round yeah. and lost 1-0. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Okay, so let's just review some and, and talk about any that we find interesting. Um, we'll go ahead and kind of go through it. Um, let's start at the top. With uh, my team, the Seminoles, Florida State, with a five nothing over Moorhead, um, and then a game I watched again was a little crazy. Um, I don't know anybody on the Florida State. We're good. We keep moving from that one. We'll yeah. talk about them a little bit later. A um, and M, Colorado, one nothing A and M on a fluky uh, goal that the kid cleared off of the A yeah. and M kid, and it was spun over the back head of the Colorado. And then I mean, Colorado had a lot, to, a lot of. A lot of time in that game. You thought they were going to tie it up, but down there in, in College Station, A&M comes through. Um, it's, again, well, you know, so many goals that you see scored that are scored by accident. And that was yeah. another one, right? It was an accident that it went in. So it's like uh, the old shot cross. I love when yeah. a kid gets up and celebrates. They Like like you meant to do that, have her drive yeah. the ball off you. And I know you're happy you scored, but let's not like, act like this was some sort of uh, – you know, Roberto Carlos free kick. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Texas beats Lamar. Wisconsin beats Milwaukee. Kind of what you're talking about, Chris. You know, the, the yeah. big, big school in the state. Both of those. Notre Dame kind of takes care of Valparaiso, 2-0. Memphis, LSU, two goals in the first two minutes for Memphis. And then uh, hang on to win. And that's kind of – that's one of Brian's sleepers, I think, Memphis. But uh, dispatch LSU. And actually, the only loss for the SEC in the whole first round. Uh, went 7-1 and one for uh, for um, LSU going down. Pittsburgh, 6-0 over Ohio State. I didn't see any of that game, but my goodness. that That's a lopsided score, is it not? Uh, yeah. It's on form. I, yeah. Pitt's, Pitt's a scary team. I would not want to see them in my bracket. And then uh, Arkansas was 0-0 Grambling at halftime, and then I think within the first 10 minutes it was 3 or 4 nothing in the second half. So Coach Hale, it? I'm sure, had a 5 nothing over Grambling. Yeah, Coach Hale probably like had a few. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was just a subtle tactical adjustment that he very <laughs> calmly pointed out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what the Grambling kids were thinking when they could hear. You know, they share that wall in there. And could they hear? Could they hear what was going on over in the the Arkansas locker room? All right, Penn State seven nothing over Central Connecticut State. Santa Clara three nothing over Arizona State. Arizona State, one of those teams that we we're wondering where they were. And and again, Santa Clara, Penn State. That sets up. And I'll get to those in a minute. But um, let's keep going. St. Louis two nothing over Indiana. Big Ten struggled. Big Ten struggled. Um, I mean, five three, five and four, maybe or something like that. Five and four. Uh, yeah, Georgetown two one over Old Dominion. Old Dominion, good showing again for them. Georgia two one over Liberty. Watch that game. It was pretty lopsided. Liberty broke out, got one on the counter. Georgia missed some sitters, um, and then Iowa two zero over Bucknell. Uh, Columbia two one over Rutgers. Rutgers with a who was Rutgers kind of year a little bit. And Clemson well, two that zero, game. yeah, that, that, that was heavy Rutgers, to be honest. In Columbia, was it? Five. But that's what Columbia's been doing all year. Yeah, absolutely. Clemson then wins two zero. So let's go. We'll stay on this side. Let's go back and look at the um, matchups into round two. Florida State A and M at Florida State. Any thoughts? I, I feel Florida State's front group is so dangerous, um, and I know I like A and M's front group, but I feel like. Florida State's going to be too much for that back group of, of A&M. Yeah, and, and another, historically, A&M has run into some really tough matchups in the second round, third round of these NCAA tournaments, and that's another one where they're a huge underdog. Yeah. Texas, yeah, Wisconsin, good. down in that's, – that's that bracket. Tech, that's that, They're all down in Tallahassee. Texas, Wisconsin, good game. I mean, I, 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 that's a pick game for me. I, I don't know enough about Wisconsin. I think Texas, obviously, is rolling – They've been they've been winning nonstop here for a while, um, you know, in really good form. But I don't know much about Wisconsin. Any thoughts on them? I think that's a, you know, anytime you play Texas, is can you shut down their their attack? And and Wisconsin is a team that defensively, historically, is pretty good, and they grind it out and and that kind of thing. So, you know, if they can control those those front players, they may have a chance. But I just uh, I feel like those guys are too good up front, and I expect I expect Texas to win that one. Yeah, I I, t- I totally agree. I think Wisconsin's got a chance to hold them down, but you got to get a goal on the other end. And while you're sitting so deep, and uh, I just think Miss Simone Byers that's too much for Wisconsin. I like Texas. 
little, little team in Norman kept them kind of quiet on a cold they night did. on the Thursday night a few, <laughs> few weeks ago. Right, A number of weeks ago. All uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, many, oh, yeah. how many people were at that game? A lot. How many people are going to be at the 2 o'clock game <laughs> on Friday in Tallahassee between Texas and Wisconsin? Not many. All right. Um, Notre Dame, down in the bottom bracket of that group, uh, Notre Dame-Memphis. Now that is a that's a tasty little nugget as we like to call it. That's a good game, right? Like, what do we it think? Is. I mean, I, I think Notre Dame's. I think Memphis has had an unbelievable season. What a job they've done! But it may may come to an end here against the Fighting Irish. You know, Ryan, I, or sorry, Chris, go ahead. Um, I, I I really like this Memphis team, and and those bunch of their players are seniors, and and they're really good players. Um. But when I went and watched uh, Notre Dame in person, um, they are athletic, like big and strong and fast. And I was I was really impressed by the athletes that they had. And, mm. you know, Memphis has spent all year uh, in the conference being the most athletic team. Uh, I'm not quite sure that's going to happen when they play Notre Dame, you know. So I, I, look, I look for Notre Dame to win that one. Brian? I agree with Chris on that. I think it's so hard, you know, for a team like Memphis to dominate their league and, you know, have the ball with big numbers behind them, it, um, you know, throughout the conference season. But I'm going to go upset here. I'm going to stick with Memphis. This is one of my ups. This is probably my upset special. Here's what Memphis will know. This is at Arkansas, right? Yeah. Memphis is super familiar uh, with that that playing situation and you know how the bottom left of the field dips about 10 no feet? no 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 brad See, this it? again it, i would like you to do your research please uh arkansas is a brand new field brand Whoa. new flat Whoa. field yeah well that, that's that gonna help get into my next pick then but i'm okay. still gonna take memphis <laughs> all right down in the bottom the other game in that one 6 30 on the 17th pittsburgh versus arkansas will those pittsburgh players be prepared for what they're about to see in Fayetteville, Arkansas on a Friday night uh, and the pig suey going crazy. What you got, Brian? You go first. Well, I tell you what. If the field was still slanted, Arkansas in a landslide. <laughs> but I do think in the end, Pitt's going to get the UNC treatment when they went to Fayetteville, the Duke treatment when they went to Fayetteville. That's a really, really hard place for uh, ACC teams to come play. It's not going to be the beautiful game, but Arkansas is going to advance. Chris? I like Arkansas on, on that one for sure. Yeah. I just think I just think too much Arkansas. You yeah. know what I mean? Just too much Arkansas. All right. Penn State, Santa Clara. Another good game. That's a good, good matchup. Five o'clock on the 17th in, uh, in yeah, Penn State. Who we like? Is Jerry got it sorted out again, like he always does, or is Penn State just got too much at home? Too much, too much. Penn State has too much at home in uh, in up there in Pennsylvania, where it's going to be thirty three degrees and raining. Too much for the uh, Santa Clara kids, right? Yeah, it goes to the imbalance in the brackets. I think if Texas, Memphis, Arkansas, Notre Dame. We're staring at either of these teams in the second round. I think they'd all advance because Penn State, Santa Clara have been so hit or miss this year. But 
at home I'll t- in Santa Clara, crisscross in the country, I'll take Penn State. St. Louis, Georgetown in the 2 o'clock game in that bracket. So, by the way, I'm sorry, real quick, just so you know, you've got Florida State, we're saying, versus Texas. Um, and then, no, no, Chris has Notre Dame, Brian has Memphis, I have Notre Dame as well, versus Arkansas. And I'm with you guys. I'm going to go Penn State. Who we who we like in St. Louis, Georgetown? I, I'm going to take Georgetown. Think, I'm uh, going to go St. Think, Louis. Chinks in the armor. This they get it done. Georgia. Yeah. I think yeah. this is time St. Louis gets it done. Chris, I'll, I'll take St. Louis. I'll take. Okay. I, I don't know that this is, um, you know, one of the better Georgetown teams. They're they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I do think over the last few years, their teams have been have been a little bit better. Well, my argument would be similar to the argument you guys made for Memphis is uh, St. Louis has playing, been playing a really, really weak league. Not weak, but a, a lower level league than what Georgetown's been playing. And I think Big East had a good showing, has had a good showing in this league, in this tournament. So I'll take uh, I'll take Georgetown. All right. Down the bottom, really good game here. The 4-5 at um, – this is at Clemson. Iowa versus Georgia. Well, let's go back real quick. Did you say the Big East is having a good showing? Providence and Xavier lost. Georgetown won in double overtime versus ODU. Take it back, Matt. I think. <laughs> that doesn't Are you seem a two-year-old? Take it back, Matt. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Georgia, uh, no, I thought I watched Xavier, Tennessee. Xavier killed Tennessee. I, I agree with that, but there's a so, final score. And was it on Providence and uh, Mississippi State? That was a dang even game, too. So, well, yeah, it was a the dang results even game. don't always mean that. But, yeah. okay, fine. I'll take Georgia and take St. Louis. Next next Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll hash this out right on this podcast. I, I ain't taking <laughs> crap back, Chris. Okay. I ain't taking it back. All right, Georgia, Georgia, Iowa. Georgia, Iowa. Yeah. So, Iowa. Let's talk about Iowa, uh, who's had a really, really good season. Um, but you guys, have you guys watched uh, or paid any attention to Iowa football? Yes. Yeah, not scoring a lot of goals. A lot they, of points, a lot of they have like the worst offense in NCAA, right? Except when they played Rutgers this week and, and, and Rutgers was worse. But like it, it's a struggle. They had a thing where they're in order to keep his job, the offensive coordinator had to average 26 yep. points. Uh, a game they've already fired him because they got no they got no chance to get there okay and that's this the head coach's son mind you right yes yeah. and by the way and, they're eight and two or something like that yeah like they, they are chris, chris yeah. they beat so rutgers where's rutgers from rutgers from new jersey where are you from I'm from new jersey oh just checking I'm not. I'm not sure. I. As, <laughs> how's the team from Norwood, New York, doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so anyway, <laughs> this Iowa soccer team reminds me of their football team. They don't uh-huh. give up goals. They grind it out. They grind it out. They grind it out. Um, and they've had a fantastic season. They've had a fantastic yeah, season. Uh, and they always kind of find a way to win. But they're not going to win four 0 I can tell you that they're not. They're not beating anybody four um, 0 But they always find a way. Um, so, so that Georgia in mind, Iowa. Taking, with that in mind, I'm taking Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full credit right? to Iowa. They, they, this isn't the first time they've done this either. 
And they're not right. aesthetically pleasing at all to watch. And then the game ends, they win late in the season. They're always uh, peaking. But you tell you what, I'm also taking the Georgia NILers to win this one. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think that, Dave, if you had a national coach of the year that wasn't always the coach that won the championship, should be in consideration because what a job they've done there. And they're very difficult – Hey, okay, Brian, how do I do this? Big 10. Got nine teams in, only five of them won. Is that a good year or a bad year for the Big 10? I don't want to say something. I have to take it back. Well, <laughs> you know, they, like, yeah, uh, and you actually know that stuff. How does that work? But I do uh, think in the NCAA tournament, you always have to look at It's really hard when everyone says, you know, this conference had this record. Well, who did they get the drone against? Yeah. If, you know, the. Oh, that, oh. That's the Big deal. Quit being a Big Ten apologist. Anyway, all right. So I got Georgia too. Let's go down to Columbia, Clemson. I got Clemson. Anybody not have Clemson? No. When Eddie got to set the bracket, he lined this one up. Yeah, Clemson goes through. yeah he did a good job setting that one up. He did. He did. All right. Other side of the bracket now. BYU 2 nothing over Utah State. Southern Cal beats Grand Canyon 1 nothing on a late goal. I, was, I don't know if it was late goal, but they're holding on. Grand Canyon looked good in that. Michigan State, here they are again, 3 nothing over Ohio. Harvard, 3 nothing over Maine. Stop me if there's something you guys want to discuss. North Carolina, 3-1 over Townsend. Alabama, 2 nothing over Western Carolina. Princeton, 1-0 over Michigan. That was a pretty even game. I watched a lot of that. Texas Tech, 1-0 over Florida Gulf Coast on a late goal. Uh, Stanford, 3 nothing over Pepperdine. Kind of uh, that's a little foreshadowing, maybe. South Carolina, 2-0 over James Madison. Mississippi State, 1-0 over Providence. Brown, 3-0 over Quinnipiac. There it was. Robbie's group is down, but what a great team yeah. from Quinnipiac. Tennessee, out of the same thing. Red kid cleared it off the other kid's chest, and in the goal, Tennessee moves on in double overtime over Xavier. Nebraska, 5-2 over South Dakota. And South Dakota was up 1-0, and then it was up 2-1. And then Nebraska's freight train. Got rolling. Gonzaga 1-0 over Idaho. And UC Irvine with, like we talked about, the big upset UCLA. Anything stand out for you guys in those first-round games you want to discuss? Um, the only thing that stands out to me when looking at the bracket is uh, John Walker is in heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pretty nice bracket. All right, we'll get down to that. Okay, so first one up, BYU Southern Cal. In Provo. Provo's the big edge, BYU. Agreed, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is Provo is a big edge, but um, they struggled there some this year, right? I mean, they, they uh, is it a, a, a loss draw to Texas since it, or a draw? Oh, uh, tied Texas. TCU tried Texas Tech, tried Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 struggled there some, but I do think it's a huge advantage. Uh and and I will I'll go with BYU there. Um you're gonna have to take it back, Chris. They also beat UCLA there, okay? So they didn't struggle that bad. So take it back. <laughs> I, I I'm not taking it back. Now. Line hey, hey, what are you, a two year old? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are they playing? Michigan State or Harvard? Oh, Harvard. I, I Harvard was my sleeper from the be, from the beginning, so I'm sticking with Harvard. Right? 
I'm in with Harvard as well. Did you know those Harvard kids? They've done some little analytical studies on playing it at altitude. They're gonna be drinking water at the right time. They'll be ready to roll. Harvard. Okay. I want to go with Michigan State, but I can't. I'm with you guys, Harvard. North Carolina, Alabama, down at the they're all out in Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. You got North Carolina, Alabama. Thoughts? Hmm. I think this, I think those eight draws are really questionable for North Carolina. I don't feel great about this year's team, but, you know, Alabama coming off just a great run last year. I think Carolina's just got a little too much. I think it'd be a very, very good game, but I think Carolina goes through. Yeah, so the interesting thing for me in in, in this 14 bracket is, like, I don't know how much time you guys have spent in Lubbock, but like you're looking at like Denny's for your pregame meal. Like that's it's not probably, that bad. <laughs> probably where you're headed, right? You know, you got the Waffle House in the morning for breakfast, you know, and then you can grab a Burger King for lunch and then, you know, you're headed to Denny's for, for dinner. So I'm not sure they're going to be uh, loaded up the way that they should. Um, I, it's just hard to pick against North Carolina anytime in the NCAA tournament. I think anytime you pick you 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 pick North Carolina, you you got a pretty good shot. So I'm going to go with Carolina. Well, let me tell you something, fellas. Let me tell you something. Wes Hart knows what he's doing. Got his team to the Final Four. Beat Duke, if you remember, last year to get there. Is a fantastic coach. North Carolina, his wheels are falling off. They're drawn. They lost the pit. There are all kinds of issues. This is just not the year. North Carolina. All that being said, I think this game's going to go to overtime. I think this game's going to go to penalties. And if you remember the Alabama penalties at the SEC tournament, there's no way I can go with Alabama. So I'm going to take Carolina, Carolina to get through. As much as I want to pick Alabama, I think, unfortunately, watching those penalties, I can't get them out of my mind. Well, um, if Wes is half the coach you seem to think he is, that's going to be five new people shooting penalties yeah, yeah, this time true. around. That's a good point. All right. And then Texas Tech-Princeton. I don't know a thing about Princeton. I haven't watched one second. But Thursday night in Lubbock, I've been there. We've all experienced it. It is hard. Princeton will be like, what is going on with these people behind me screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling on the field and the screaming and yelling and everywhere. I'm going to go with Tech gets into the next round, and then it's a – Tom Stone, Anson Doran, square off. Duke versus Carolina of the old days. Who you guys got? Well, I'm going to let Chris be the tiebreaker because the Princeton kids are going to get down there. They're going to measure the turf. They're going to know how high the ball is going <laughs> to bounce on whichever angle. No, no, no. Again, Brian, do your homework. It's grass there in Texas Jeez. Tech now. Come on. Take okay, it back, Brian. Take it back. Take it back, Brian. Never mind. I do take it back. See, I'm a bigger man, Chris. Than, than some of us. When I'm wrong, I just say I'm wrong. But either way, Princeton, it, Tech's had too many injuries down the stretch. Great season, and it's going to end, and this is the year of the Ivies. I'm putting Princeton in the next round. Okay. Chris, did you did you pick one? Uh, yeah, I'm going with, I'm going with Tech. I, I, I think that's a good – that's a good team, and, you know, uh, a, a oh, lot yeah. of seniors, and um, yep. watching them play, they play well, and – you know they got a they got a good goalkeeper, really, really, you know, solid in the back. Uh, I, I like the options that they have up front. Um, 
I think they're well coached. I I uh, I like Texas Tech in that one. Love it. All right, Stanford, South Carolina. This one's in Palo Alto. Stanford, South Carolina. I don't know Stanford. if this needs a lot of discussion. Everybody got Stanford. Stanford. I got Stanford, but I don't want yeah. to watch that game. That's a yeah, great bore fest coming on. Great, one great run for South Carolina again, but it ends in Palo Alto. All right, this one's a, a great one here. Uh, the six three six game, Mississippi State Brown in Palo Alto at five thirty Central Time on the seventeenth. What we got, Brian? I'll go. I'll go first. Brown. Those two forwards are too good, too athletic. Their playing style matches up pretty well with Mississippi State. You know, they for an Ivy League team, they're uh, brass knuckle brawlers. And they're going to get after it. I'll take Brown to beat the Bulldogs. And great season uh, from the you know Mississippi State team. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Chris, I'm going Mississippi State. Um, I, I feel like obviously James done a fantastic job there, and um, they've been tested, you know, in in their league, and um, they they always seem to find a way, you know, mm-hmm. somehow. They always seem to find a way, and uh, I'm not, I'm not totally sure on Brown yet. Um, so I'm going to go with with uh, with Mississippi State. I'm going with the Bulldogs too. Mississippi State Bulldogs. James did a great job. They they made it hard for everybody to score against. Um, or score on. They they made it really hard to give up goals, and I think they'll find a way to shut those guys down, and and it'll be a Mississippi State moves on. Okay. Uh, the and most interesting bracket we've had in years, probably. Tennessee, Nebraska, all headed to Lincoln. Um, Tennessee with really the upset win and, and you know, really lopsided performance, and, but found a way to win. Good for them. And Nebraska with a dismantling of South Dakota State. Maybe after giving up a couple goals, I think Nebraska does have, um, you know, some question marks. They haven't given up some goals this year, but, boy, they're difficult going for. They're so – Strong going forward. The other girl now has 26 goals. Um, I like Nebraska kind of walking away, maybe two or three nothing against Tennessee, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think Joe's done a great job at Tennessee handling the injuries, you know, trying to flip and flop things, make it work. But Nebraska at home, really senior-laden team. I agree with you. That's one of the more lopsided games uh, of the round. Yeah, that's – First of all, you know, as uh, excited as they can be that they get uh, they get a chance to host Nebraska. Like, sure, when you first looked at it, they didn't think that there was too much of a chance that that they'd be that they'd be hosting. So, uh, playing at home um, and a good and a good good team. Um, we got a low. Uh, just check this. A low uh, will be twenty eight in Lincoln. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, I, I got to go with Nebraska in that one. All right, Gonzaga, UC Irvine, last one of the the thirty two games. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if they're going to be ready for twenty eight or whatever you just said. The temperature will be there in Lincoln, but Gonzaga, UC Irvine. I think Gonzaga. We've talked about them all year. We've talked about them a ton on this pod. I think they keep it going, and you're looking at Nebraska, Gonzaga. Um, Sweet 16 game. I agree. I think, again, the UC Irvine kids in that weather, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Brian, anything different? Are you good with Gonzaga? No, I think turning around, doing that again is really, really hard. 
a lot of emotion spent on, on beating UCLA from Irvine. So I'll, I'll take uh, Gonzaga as well. Okay. We want to go. Um, so there we go. We've got the bracket picked into the Elite Eight games. So if we go back up, let's just say who you have going into uh, Elite Eight from each bracket. So Florida State bracket, who you got, Brian? Oh, I got um, Florida State, obviously. Um, okay. You know, I, I think that's that's not going to be too tough a game for them. And Texas had a great season. I love the Memphis Arkansas game. I'd love to stay Wait, on the. We Memphis. haven't got. We haven't got there oh, yet. Please, the rest of us have to right. pick. Chris, All right. go ahead. Florida State. Uh, Matt, who made you the disciplinarian on this? <laughs> I'm trying to stay organized. Like Robbie goes off on tangents too. Someone has to keep us on track, Chris. I mean, <laughs> you need to back it down, man. You need to back it down. Take it back, Chris. Take it back. <laughs> I'm not taking I'm, that back. I'm the king host on this thing. Don't Again, you when it. when we uh, when we wrote up the um, the articles of corporation for yes. for this podcast, nowhere in there did it say that you were the vice principal in charge of discipline. <laughs> Hold on, Brian. Brian was only supposed to be on for five minutes in the Articles of Confederation or whatever heck you just call that thing. Brian was only on for five. Remember five good minutes with Brian Lee? Yeah. Now look at him. Things never have changed, five Chris. Minutes. Things have changed. Well, hold on, Brian. You want to do your whole eight? You want to do that? I mean, God forbid, I'll back you down. Hey, no, we can do it however you like. I'm just trying to expedite time. But on yeah, the vice too. principles thing... You remember that thing where the guy who was Kenny Powers did another show just like it where he's the vice principal? Yeah, Matt would be that guy. And I don't know if you people have watched uh, Kenny Powers. It is hilarious. So Matt uh, would be so Matt would be he, so that guy's obviously an awesome guy. That everybody loves. I yeah, think a better description sense. would be bumbling idiot, vice principal in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, Thanks, Matt, I'm taking I'm taking Florida State. Go ahead. Thanks, Chris. I'm taking Florida State too. All right, on the bottom one, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Memphis. Who you got, Brian? Coming out of the Arkansas. Well, I, love, I started into it. I really want to choose Memphis. I think Arkansas at home is too much. I think Arkansas into the quarterfinals. Chris, uh, I got Notre Dame. Um, right. I think Notre Dame, as I said, physically can handle Arkansas and. Uh, Remember, again, Matt, you said this is a Friday-Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. And the way Arkansas plays, that is hard to repeat without some rest. Good point. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that could be another one that goes – didn't they go into penalties last year? I can't remember. No, maybe the Memphis – I don't know. Um, I'm going to take Arkansas. I picked them all the way to the Final Four before. We can't get there now, but I think they get it. But it, that you're making a good point, Chris. All right, North Carolina-Texas Tech. Or Princeton, who we got? Again. Oh wait, I'm, I'm sorry, all I'm in. I'm in the wrong bracket. Sorry, sorry, sorry. BYU, BYU or Harvard? I got this BYU. Is this is my big upset, Matt. Yeah, Harvard yeah, comes I said, out. I said Harvard was was the sleeper. I'm going Harvard. All right. I tell you right. what, great minds think alike, and Matt's the third guy on the podcast. <laughs> The <laughs> I am taking Harvard in the upset as well. 
I love it. I can't wait till next week. Can't wait. It's can't wait. Just I'll like UCLA. There's the going to be 7,000 people there in Provo going crazy. Harvard is yeah, – the we'll keep going. Oh, yeah. North way, Carolina way to put Tech- out there, Matt. Way to put yourself out there. You're going to BYU <laughs> at home, okay? Just yeah, saying. I mean, okay, Mr. North, Chalk, go ahead. North Carolina, Texas Tech. Wide Princeton knocking out Texas Tech, so I'll take UNC into the quarterfinals. I'll take UNC. I'll take UNC. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stanford, Stanford versus Brown or Mississippi State. Can one of those guys knock off Stanford at home to get to the quarter? No. I agree. Brian, I, Stanford. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna be contrarian. Year of the Ivy. Oh, well, not for the year. And Marguerite, we touched year of the Ivy. Come up with some new material. It, I'm sakes. gonna take Brown. Take I love Brown. Those okay. Forwards. Yeah, he does clearly. All right. Um, Nebraska Gonzaga played earlier in the year. Nebraska won three zero. That's Nebraska for me. Oh, Nebraska at home. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So, do we do the next one? Let's do the next one. We'll keep it going. Florida State versus Notre Dame or Arkansas. I'll take the Seminoles. Yep. Yep. All right. Now, oh, we didn't do this one. Shoot. Sorry. Penn State and uh, Penn State. How does this work now? Penn State or – oh, sorry. Penn State or St. Louis? Or Georgetown. I have Georgetown. Georgetown, yeah. Or Santa Clara, for that matter. I got yeah. Penn State. I don't like it. I don't think they've been one of the best eight teams all year, but I got, I got them into the quarters. Yeah, I agree with that. Chris? Same here. Georgia, Iowa, Clemson. Clemson gets the lead eight. I got Clemson. I know I'm chalky, but – I like Clemson. Clemson. Georgia B. Yeah. I got Clemson as well. All right. Good. All right. Now we can do it. Sorry. So we got Florida State in that top bracket going, beating um, Arkansas and Notre Dame. Down here, we've got uh, Penn State versus Clemson. Clemson. Eddie gets there. Clemson. Eddie gets there. Come on, Eddie. Clemson. Eddie gets there. Nebraska, Stanford. Stanford. To the final four. I'm going to take Nebraska. I think the, awesome. the bracket is really, really broken for John and those seniors. I, I'm, 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 I'm with the Huskers. I'm with the Huskers too. And and I remember they were my sleeper, mind you, if you recall back in the other pick with me, Robbie and I both. That was our sleeper. All right, uh, North Carolina or BYU. Not two of us. Or Harvard. 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 Yeah. Sorry. 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 Or Harvard. Harvard, North Carolina. BYU or North Carolina. I have BYU. Let's go. I have Harvard. To the final I've four. Got... I heard right. checking. Yeah, I heard you. I've I've got Harvard in the final four. All right. So you're you you guys is now new final four. Brian is your you and Chris have Harvard. I have BYU. We all, you, Brian, you and I have Nebraska. Chris has, has uh, uh, Stanford. Stanford. We all have Clemson. We all have Florida State. Yep. That's it. All right. 
Um, should we keep going? You want to finish it off? No, because we'll yeah. come back and we'll, we'll do it next. It. Yeah, it'll be changed again. Yeah, because yeah. uh, your uh, your Harvard team's gonna get knocked out, and I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna bring it up and bring it up, and bring it up. Nothing against Harvard. Hey, Harvard, I hope you guys win. Good luck to you. But just because of these two guys, I want them to have to back it down <laughs> next week or take it back. <laughs> Whatever. I got a question for you, Matt. Yeah, Chris, go for you it. You know Matt. how like you were Mr. SEC forever and always like with the SEC chant SEC, right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking Big about. 12 and all you could talk about. about all year long was the Big 12 was the greatest ever, the best conference you ever played in, and every team was the best. <laughs> Since the season is now over and next year you're moving to the SEC, are you back on the SEC bandwagon or you, for the whole year do you do you stay on, on the Big 12 bandwagon? What do you do? You know, Chris – I'm a very proud Division One college soccer coach that I look at and I'm on this college soccer nation to give insight and expertise, maybe more expertise than insight, on what I see with my eyes on the quality of players and teams and coaches. So I will go with next year with who I think is the best. Okay, let me ask you then. Okay, this is your Mr. Insight and doing everything you can to not answer the question. Okay. I tell you about, I answered it. No, because your choice was one or the other, and you. Well, gave how me- can I know? I got to see the teams. Transfer portals open, game. Chris. I'm, I'm asking you this year, this, this year, this year's teams, right? This year's conferences. Which conference was stronger, Big Twelve or the SEC? Overall, or who's yeah. got the best team? Who's got the best team? No, not who's got the best team. No, no. who is stronger, one through fourteen? Yeah. The Big 12 or the SEC? Yeah. The SEC, they got nine teams in, or eight teams in. The Big 12 got three. Mm. A week ago or two weeks ago, you would have said the Big 12, but. No, that's not true. Yeah. That's not I get it saying it. Is that true? Yeah. Two weeks ago, they were already done. Three weeks yeah. ago, he'd have said Big 12. <laughs> going into the um, Big 12 tournament. There is no way going into the Big 12 tournament. He would have said, oh, yeah, SEC. <laughs> well, Chris, maybe you come amazing. on the podcast a little more often. You'd, you'd know what I. Because all those people, college soccer nation, Chris doesn't listen to the podcast when he's not on it. How much well, crap is that? I don't listen anyway. to it when I'm on it. <laughs> well, you can always follow what conference Matt's going to be in the next year by how highly he rates the coaches. <laughs> oh, Colby Hale. He's the greatest coach in the world. Who was the greatest this year? James Armstrong's done <laughs> yeah. such a good job. Joe Kirk. Well, it's man. So cool. How about this year? Oh, Texas Tech, Texas Tech. Oh, I BYU. Yeah. BYU. BYU. I pick BYU. Yeah. I'll take BYU. <laughs> Rockwood. Right. Love BYU. We no need to move Texas on. Tech what, Brian, you have on here, so we get out of here. You have on here the, uh, uh, oh, the transfer port. portal. Did you want to make some comments about that? Yeah, just a couple did you just, just want to give out your cell phone number to anybody that's listening? <laughs> I wants to call you. If, if your team is still playing and you plan on going to the transfer portal, it's two through five. <laughs> the, uh, no, I mean, I think it's a big part of college athletics right now. Most of the D1 coaches and programs have spent a ton of time on the portal since it opened on Monday. 400-plus kids went on in the first 60 hours. And it's it probably that by the time we finish this podcast from when we started, there'll be another 15 when we click back on it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really, really interesting time. Um, I took the time today to look at our power nine. How many kids from each of these conferences are uh, on the portal? And we'll go back to front. As of 11 a.m. this morning when I was hard at work with my college soccer nation research. Yeah. Love it. We appreciate it. 
The lowest number that coming in at ninth, if you want to call it ninth, the WCC had 19 players on the portal. Okay. In eighth, the Ivy League had 22 players on the portal, but of note, only one underclassman. So the Ivy League, if people don't know, doesn't allow fifth years to play. So if you want to play and you finish in the Ivy League, you have to go somewhere else. So they're all grad transfers. So that one's, that one's a little different. Uh, in a tie for six we, with 26, Big Ten in the AAC. In fifth with 29, the Big East. Matt, you want to guess who's next? Who's Big in 12. fourth? Big 12. Incorrect. In fourth with 30, the ACC. Mm -hmm. All right. You want to try again? For no, third? just tell me. I don't want to do this. Just right. tell me. Pac-12, 32. Big 12, 35. And Matt's favorite conference, the SEC with 36. And this is still with teams to play. A number no. of two left in those leagues. Yeah. Right? That but the SEC's got seven. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it'd be really hard for a kid to go on the portal or a coach to put them on the portal if they're playing in games and still playing. Really would. I mean, there's three, there's three, there's only, we're only three days in and 36 kids from the league. It's crazy. That's, I mean, do that math, Chris. What's that? Well, over three. two, a, two a team, almost three a team. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, and it's not slowing down for sure. It's not slowing well, down anytime soon. It's one of the disadvantages of playing to the coaches and the players, right? If, if there's a yeah. player in the tournament still who wants to go on the portal, there's money being offered. There's visits being taken already that the further you advance, the more opportunities you're losing if you don't go now. Yeah. yeah. How difficult is that on coaches as well? Trying wow. to do this recruiting in the middle of trying to prepare for the most important games of your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the fall yeah. signing day getting added right at the conference tournament. It's just, just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Crazy. All right, boys. Well, that was right. a uh, fun and, and exhilarating podcast. I apologize to anybody that actually downloads and listens to it. I don't know kind of nonsense you heard, but we're here to entertain at times, and that was entertaining, at least for us. I got a good chuckle out of it. All right. Um, good luck to all those 32 teams. We'll be watching. We'll be cheering. I'm not happy that's Friday, Sunday, as we, we talked about. I think we should be a, an outcry for that if we can. Hopefully we can get a change by next year, but uh, certainly good luck to those teams. Um, good luck, obviously, to um, the coaches, the players, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Chris, it's always a pleasure having you on before today, but for some reason, I don't know, that, that salt air has gotten to you or something. You've become awful nasty. And uh, Brian, appreciate all you do for College Soccer Nation. We'll be back next week. Uh, better than ever, College Soccer Nation is out. Take it back, Matt.